Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Metal Warriors for the Super Nintendo Part 2. Welcome back, folks. This is part two of our coverage of Metal Warriors for the Super Nintendo. Last week, we went over the gameplay, our general chat portion, and uh, some of our personal histories with the game. Uh, this week, we were going to talk about the manual to start off with, but, uh, well, we've had some problems in that that regard. <laughs> yeah, it is tough to come by, apparently. I normally don't have any difficulty finding scans online of all the manuals, but there is not a single one out there that I could find for this bad boy. And I thought maybe Nick just wasn't looking hard enough. So I took it upon myself to also try to find the manuals. And I even downloaded this giant uh, torrent file of like supposedly almost every Super Nintendo manual. And it had listed in its contents Metal Warriors as a game that was in there. Oh, oh. But uh, after I had downloaded it, and started going through it, I realized Metal Warriors was not in there. And I think it might tie into... Liars. Yeah, I think it might tie into uh, a mistake I made last week when you said, oh, I bet that game's expensive. And I said, nah, 25 bucks loose. That was for a repro cart. Oh. I was, uh, as I went looking through it, the manual for this game goes for about 25 bucks, 15 to 25 bucks. <laughs> the actual game itself loose is in the $250 plus range, I think. Okay, that sounds right for such a limited run, right? It was only like 50,000 copies or, or something. Not a lot. <laughs> and so I think part of the problem is that since this game is so expensive and people even charge for reproductions of the manual, no one's putting that manual online because they want to make money off of it. Right, right. Makes sense, man. So guys, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, we really do usually try pretty hard to find that manual. And for the most part, it's pretty easy to find most manuals online. There's like two or three resources that have a good collection of almost all of them. Yeah, yeah. It's all out there. It's a great resource. I like looking at manuals, but I couldn't do it this time. And then to kill a tiny bit more time in this segment, uh, a few of our fans were upset that we didn't go into detail as to why or how you fired me from uh, the short-lived job at Captain Video. <laughs> you dishonored our clan. Yes, yes. Now, Captain Video was great because it was your perfect small-town, one-off video rental store. Uh, and you knew that because the sign out front had a knockoff Mario from Mario 3. It was like a Mario, his flying sprite from Super Mario Brothers 3, but without the raccoon tail. Yes. And wasn't there a, a C on its hat instead of an M? Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and that was Captain Video, I guess. Yeah, it was a, yeah, a small town place. It was a, a summer job. It was horribly overpriced and uh, incredibly boring uh, the few months I worked there, but... It was so easy, and Eric wanted to get a job there, so he turned in his application, and uh, the boss, whoever, I don't I don't remember his name, but uh, he I hired Eric. I do remember and he talked like Elmer so Fudd, though. He did, yes. It was uh, pretty funny. <laughs> kind of looked like him, too. But uh, yeah, so then uh, he hires Eric, and then, I don't know, was it a few hours later? Was it the same day? Well, I had worked one shift. When he made me call? Oh, you did I work? I worked okay, one yeah. shift. Yeah, and then the day after that... Um, 
a lady had come in also applying, but hadn't got the message that the job was filled or whatever. And she had like a resume and all this. So the guy decided to hire her instead of Eric and made me fire him. Yeah. And I had actually worked at a video store before, like uh, Hollywood video, but I guess I just didn't have what it took to run with the captain. <laughs> well, it was just funny because, you know, he makes me call you and stuff. And then so that that lady that he chose instead of you never showed up again so it was like what was the point you jerk yeah like, and at that point i had gotten a job at a one-hour photo lab uh, one of my many jobs that no longer exists in this world like projectionist <laughs> in the movie theater booth but otherwise uh i had moved on to better pastures i guess oh yeah well any pasture was pretty much better it was an you know it was an interesting job that it paid so little it made such little money that they didn't they weren't required to pay you minimum wage so it was it really you weren't missing out on much yeah yeah uh, they did have a pretty good selection of uh video games that they had sold off from time to time and as we said last week that's how bill our buddy and friend of the show got this very game yeah it's a, a miraculous tale yes and without further ado let's get into this game a little bit more red alert well i guess this is our level by level portion of the show then nick yeah, man, let's take it down, mission by mission. And there are eight missions in this game, or is there nine? Um, I think there's nine. Yeah, because there's eight numbered missions, and there's that secret mission, which threw me off. Right, right. The, well, there's the secret mission, and then the last one is technically the final mission. Okay. So, <laughs> but mission one is the rescue at Axis 5. Yeah, and every mission starts with a great little cutscene uh, of the leader telling you what you got to accomplish. And usually uh, some cool action of the mechs being deployed. Yeah. And this is no exception. It shows you, it kind of drops you off outside of a ship and you zoom off into a space battle um, out in the distance. Now, Nick, since we weren't able to find a manual for this game, most people will realize that we also were not able to find maps in our normal uh, searching and conventional places of looking. That's true. That's true. But you can go to archive.org where they have all of the Nintendo Power's scanned in, and issue 70 has a few maps uh, from levels like 1 through 6. Yeah, and they're pretty good maps, and it's a pretty fun little uh, coverage of Metal Warrior in there. It's a nice blast from the past of that really super 90s Nintendo Power. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Very uh, extreme and in-your-face. And then uh, just to kill a little more time, I did want to mention, did you read the article right before the Metal Warriors coverage? Was that the Winter CES report? Yes, yes it is. Uh, no, I didn't, actually. I was just looking at it now because you mentioned it. <laughs> oh, it's great because they show off the Virtual Boy, like, look what's coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. And they talk about a couple of games like Star Fox 2, I think, in there, and uh, even a uh, motorcycle game that uses the FX chip. Oh, yeah, wow. And even mentions the Nintendo Ultra 64, as it was called at that time. Yeah, so pretty interesting uh, coverage of things that actually never came to be. Or did and were not not received very well. Yeah. <laughs> this is a pretty upbeat where Nintendo's about to get the knife in the heart from PlayStation. For sure. Market-wise. And like we said, the coverage is actually pretty good. It gives you a lot of the basics you need to know. And the maps are uh, great because they are, of course, the classic Nintendo Power just uh, photos of the level. Yeah, they're great. I love them. So in Mission 1, it is a rescue mission. Yes, you are rescuing Agent Marissa. Yeah, and you have to... Basically, infiltrate a giant ship, make it to the very end. Once you get to the end, you I don't know what, I can't remember what you do. What do you do? Oh, well, it's, you know, you battle your way through this ship area, and then eventually you'll just see a little human sprite, which is Agent Marissa. Okay. I think it shows up on your, your map as well as a location. 
And then you pick her up and, and escape. you just walk up to her. Yeah, yeah. All right. But along the way, you're going to be encountering, uh, you know what I mean, what are new to you, many enemies, and uh, a couple of cool suits you can use. Um, yes. Uh, you can find a spider mech. There's a spare nitro out there. Mm-hmm. And the spider mech's kind of hidden. You really need the rocket launcher to get to it. Yeah, that's why I missed it here. I, I did also missed it um, on this level. It is behind these big, I don't know how to describe them, circular canisters or, you know, they're destroyable terrain, but only by missiles or, you know, other powered up mech weapons that you don't have access to here. So they do introduce the concept of the port to you in this level. And, you know, like we talked about last week, it is kind of amazing because it's not just a one and done, you know, power up like a question block or something. Right, right, yeah. And um, they are a renewable resource you want to take advantage of. Yeah, I mean, I, I came back to them as often as I could. Like, there's no shame in topping off after each fight or, you know, confrontation. Right, yeah, because these are uh, a precious commodity that you don't always have in levels. So when you've got them, use them. And this very first level is, you know, pretty linear. There's not a lot of uh, paths to take. The only real branch is if you want to get that special mech. But otherwise, this is a straight shot to the right to the end of the level. Uh, yeah, and you'll see some interesting uh, different, you know, uh, there aren't a lot of enemies in uh, the game, and you are introduced to, I call them knockoff nitros, where they're this kind of enemy mech, they can fly like the nitro kind of, and they seem to have a bazooka type cannon they can also use, like here you'll see either or, yeah. but I've seen later on where they switch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they do have that shield also. Yeah, yeah, no, they're uh, they're probably your most common uh, enemy, and you'll fight quite a few of them here, as well as your first really big cannon. Yep, big cannons are always a problem. Yeah. Well, also you have these small cannons; those are a pain in the butt. But you also have those tiny humans, mm-hmm. and some of them do have the firepower to hurt you with uh, like grenades or a rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah. So slaughter them all, even the innocent scientists. Those poor scientists shouldn't have been here. <laughs> Yeah, at the end of this level, you'll come to an area with some destroyable terrain. This is the kind your normal weapon will be able to easily destroy. So, And, and from there, you just head straight down, and that's where you'll find Marissa and the exits. Yes, indeed. You bust out of there, and you are done with mission one. And real quick, uh, before um, we get started with the next mission, I just wanted to mention, because we normally talk about the story <laughs> in the manual section, but since it's such a hard-to-find manual... Um, I, I just thought real quick we'd touch on the fact that this takes place in the year 2102, and the bad guys are the Dark Axis, led by Venkar Amon. But yeah, I just, you know, I just thought that the, um, the bad guys being the Dark Axis is a, um, a pretty funny... I wonder why they're so evil. They, they never even say, but you just know. Dark Axis, come on. Come on. You get the, you've got the word dark in your name? <laughs> yeah. You just know. So mission two, which is called the Boarding Party, is a, an interesting little mission. Yeah, you uh, board a enemy ship, and your goal is to take it over. Yeah, it's a it's a dark axis supply ship, and you want those supplies. Oh yeah, and this is a cool level um, because that is this is a supply ship, so it has a lot of like cranes. It has kind of a constructiony theme, and then in the center, there's a, an area full of giant missiles that are you know way larger than your mech that are like in the background, destroyable as well. Uh, destroyable with the missile launcher. Yes, yes. Or uh, those enemy mechs also, um, when they do their bazooka shot, that's as powerful as a missile. So if you can trick them into shooting walls you want destroyed sometimes if you're trying to make your way to a hidden item or something. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Now, this level does also give you a lot of uh, nitros to swap between. Which is nice. I mean, that's the second best thing to a port, really, you know? Oh, yeah. I think here we'll see um, 
there are these enemies that uh they're they're like a, a slightly a smaller maybe a robot not or maybe a mech I don't know but they're a little purple humanoid but it's like they both have they have guns for both arms. Oh yeah, they they remind me of uh I think from Robotech there's one called the the Rifleman but they just shoot at you and they're they're, they're pretty weak but I like it because it kind of fits with the theme of of slightly more sensible mechs you know yeah it's a really cool design for sure now this level is a little less linear but a lot of that is just trying to figure out where to go and what to break through when you're in those big central rooms right yeah yeah and there are tons of power-ups to find and you really don't even need half of them no it's it's part of that level design i kind of like where you just kind of have this like redundancy where if you want to explore you can find a few things but it's really it's not required or, or necessary if you don't want to no. And then what's really cool is at the very end of the level is a part where you have to leave your giant mech. And th that's right. That's how you secure, you know, this ship is, you know, the cockpit isn't made for mechs. So eventually it'll get too narrow and you just ditch the ditch the nitro and head to the end and, and probably gun down a few uh, pilots on your way. Yeah, you got to fight some guys in there, which is always a little harrowing because you have no way of not getting hit. So you just have to either shoot first or take less than 10 hits. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to... You know, you can get rapid fire by holding down your button, and it's like let let your fill up the corridor in front of you with bullets before you start moving. That way, it's like you oh, can yeah. gun them down <laughs> as soon as they appear. Exactly, because like we said, your bullets will go further than you can see a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. It's a cool cool feature. Now, once you have taken back this ship, you will head on to mission three. Yes, war on the rock, and uh, the story behind this mission is that Marissa, who we rescued previously has located an axis supply base on an asteroid all right and this is the first level that really lets you kind of free there's a lot of different paths you can take and a lot of different uh, strata to the level yeah yeah it's cool um and again a sensible layout in a way that seems like it would be slightly realistic now this level does have a lot of mech switching going on that's right i mean i think you're going to find a havoc in there and a prometheus yeah yeah this is a i, I think there might have you know in some levels, like I think in the last one, there is a havoc, but you have to move fast because sometimes you will just see them with, you know, gray unmanned and you'll see little guys heading for them. And it's like you got to either get over there and destroy it or 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 hop in yourself, depending on what your situation is. Yeah, I actually love that. Yeah, me too. It, it's a it's it's so cool. And then once you get to the main area at the back of the level, you find out that this area is actually under fire. Yeah, as you get to the end of the uh, level you get to where the power cores are and then you get a message from your leader telling you like, Hey, they are just going to blow this up rather than let it fall into our hands. So you have to protect it. Yeah. It's cool. It changes things on the fly. And now uh, ships are coming in or mechs as they are, and you have to stop them from destroying these giant power cores. Yeah. And there, there seems to be about six of five of them. There's, I don't know. I wasn't counting. It was just a very harrowing, like, fast paced like i gotta get this done i gotta i gotta save these power cores well right when you get there you're probably in the nitro still and you can use that if you want but um you only have to protect one you know it's, a, it's for a limited time before they'll they'll call off the assault so i usually here is where you can ditch the nitro pick up the big prometheus and then i just pick the two <laughs> the two power cores nearest the ground and try to protect them with air mines and shooting mechs as they show up uh, and it always seems to work yeah, it's really not that hard if you just focus your, your energies into saving one or two. And one cool note about this room, well, really this level, okay, they have some destroyable backgrounds, which are like these big tanks. They have a an HE3 
on them, which is a type of helium. This that's the kind that you would mine on the moon. Oh yeah, you don't think I know it's that? Used, <laughs> well, well, it's, I guess it's used for like nuclear power stuff. I don't know. It's just a cool little detail. Where I was like, oh man, they they really thought about that. That's that's space fuel in the future, my friend. Yes, yes, and and they they knew it here in 1995. Yeah, it's definitely a nice little touch. Uh, one that I appreciated a lot. But once you have defended this room, the level's not over. Oh no, you get some new orders where they tell you to walk, you know, basically head out of the base. There's a ship there that you that is 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 about to leave from the dock that you came in on and you you need to go capture it. Yeah. So you get back to the very beginning of the level. There's a ship now leaving that you have to get onto and it has tons of turrets on it you must take out one by one. Yes. And then once you've taken those turrets out, that's not the end of the level either. <laughs> no, you hop out of your mech and, and you have to head inside and commandeer that ship, shoot some more uh, dark axis scientists and and you take it. But that's still not the end of this awesome level. <laughs> nope, nope. You gotta you gotta fly it back into dock. And land the thing. I that really floored me when they're like, now fly it back in. I was like, What? Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm I down. mean it's you, you can't really fail. I tried. I was like trying to like fly away or do different things, but it, it is a nice little uh, touch. And then I was watching a, a speed run of this game and I saw an interesting tactic where I, I couldn't get it to work, but when they start assaulting the power cores, mm -hmm. you can just take the Prometheus and leave. And if you can make it to that ship and get inside before all the power cores are destroyed, it doesn't matter. It'll kick off the next wave of the instructions, basically. Yeah, yeah. It, it just like, I, I mean, they're still destroying them. You have to end the level before. So there's a certain time limit. Like I said, I couldn't do it. But gotcha. if you're if you're good enough, I guess that's a it's a neat little shortcut. Yeah, for sure. Now, once you've completed this mission, you're on to mission four. Ship defense. Oh, yeah. And this is a first real sticking point for most people. And it was for my son and for me as well. It, it can be because basically you are on top of the Axis ship you just stole, maybe? Or no, this is your warship, I think. But you're on top of it and you they're assaulting it with mechs and you have to defend it. But... Um, but you are you have a Prometheus. There's there's two of them out there, but usually the one that no one's piloting gets destroyed before I get near it. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I've 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 never seen it. I don't think. Yeah, but it's like so. This this whole level is only like three or four screens wide. It's just the top of a ship. You're walking back and forth as several turrets in a command deck that you are protecting. And the Prometheus is super slow, so it's really hard to get from one side to the other. And yeah. if you spend your time trying to you know get from one end to the other to save every piece of the ship you'll never do it and that's why i failed the first two times i tried it yeah it cannot be done so really the key to this level is picking one small area of the ship and just defending it yep and actually once you do that it's pretty easy yeah it's um at that point it becomes similar to the end of the previous level where you're like defending those cores you know yeah here it's kind of the same thing just as long as they don't get them all you, you pick one area aerial mine it and then shoot those you know because it's all those the same mechs we've been fighting, those fake nitros or whatever. So you'll see them come and shooting bullets or using their bazookas to try to damage everything. But it's really not bad. The Prometheus has a lot of killing power. So you, if you stay on top of it, you can defeat this easily. There are uh, missiles on the far left side, but you can only shoot a missile straight. So I find it kind of useless to fighting all these mechs flying in from the top and from yeah. an angle. So I don't it's even go over there. It. No, I stay on the right side because there's also that health power up. And if you just Agreed. wait till you're almost sparking, you can get that heal. And then this level's a pretty big piece of cake. Yes, it is. The best part is, is that it just ends unceremoniously. 
Yeah, they just, I guess they give up. They lost enough uh, troops to your Prometheus. And then you move on to mission five, frontal assault. Yes. Yeah, this mission is about destroying a super cannon that is located in Ketchikan, Alaska. Yeah. And this level is uh, nothing to sneeze at. No, no. This is where the game kind of opens up and shows you what, what it's really got in store because, you know, this is an Arctic setting, but it's... It's clearly modeled after some kind of base. You have like bridges and stuff that you can destroy. There's vehicles and a There's lot really of snow like, and ice. Yeah, three levels to this base. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, multiple paths. It's kind of got that Sonic thing going on. It does. You do not have to encounter like the entire top half or bottom half, really, if you don't want to. Yeah, it's true. Um, With the top half, there is a shield that protects the final super cannon that, you, you know, you can't just skip over the whole level, but... It does give you several different entry points to the base underneath that you use to get up there and turn that off so you can work your, yeah, destroy the super cannon. Now, there are new turret kind of guns that are in this level that are super strong. Yeah, that are actually like scenery turrets, like inside the wall. Yes, those things will tear you up. And then you also, uh, for the first time, have those enemy um, mechs that shoot the bouncing grenades. Oh, yeah, yeah. They kind of have a weird... It looks like a shotgun or something. There, That's the one enemy I feel like. I'm like, this kind of doesn't look like it's from the same game, you know? Yeah, but I do hate their grenades because they have so much more range than they should by bouncing around in weird places. Yeah, yeah. They have a weird... And they come out at a different arc than yours, so they, it, I, I feel like that lends it to bouncing around more. If you're not careful, you'll get hit by it like two or three times before you're even close enough to see like how to shoot it. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, the real meat and potatoes of this level is there are these giant lasers shooting into the sky, and you must deactivate them with your little man, and then you can go past them. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I usually take the lower route because this is the first place you can get the ballistic mech here. Oh, yeah. Which I think, you know, it comes in pretty handy here. Um, it's power spin attack. Um, those cannons we talked about earlier, I think you can get them in one hit. So you can usually roll up and just bash into them. And if you okay. don't, you're usually propelled back enough to where you'll be able to avoid it with shot afterwards. And you'll be able to ditch your nitro in a safe spot. So that way, no matter like what happens, if your ball gets destroyed, you can come back to that nitro later on. Oh, yeah. And and there is a havoc here you can you can get as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're only there. Yeah, I wouldn't take it over a nitro any day. The one thing I do want to point out about this level that really cracks me up is at the very beginning at the bottom, there is a door that you have to, that you can open with your little guy. And all it is is a passage that has more enemies and death inside it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to, if you're a completist and you want to murder everyone, you got to do it. I guess so. Yeah. And this level actually kind of has a boss where at the end there's the aforementioned super cannon that is kind of just in a room where you have several grenade hatches that are shooting out grenades and two of those cannons we talked about earlier shooting at you as well so yeah it's, you just want to take those out one by one and the main cannon really doesn't offer any challenge it's not trying to attack you it's the smaller turrets and grenade launchers that are really messing you up yeah i mean that cannon will tear you up and if you take the upper route across the top of the level sometimes you know it's like it is shooting sporadically and if you just happen to be up there and you'll see this huge energy ball and if it hits you it will fry you yeah. Now, I found that the ball was horrible here. It was very hard to get the right angle to shoot the turrets and whatnot. Oh, okay. So I, I went and got I, my nitro. I um I used the, the ball for a minute because it has that those plasma bullets, and its roll is really good against those turrets, but it eventually took a beating, and I don't think I had my nitro because I remember going back and getting a Havoc, and it was just a really slow where 
I had that machine gun that has a slight spread. So it's like every oh, fifth yeah. bullet was hitting. Was I was in a safe spot, so I wasn't worried about anything. But it was just slowly chipping away at this super cannon until it blew up. So did you have the also unceremonious uh, ending of destroying it without being able to see the final explosion? Uh, why? What do you mean? Uh, I was The angle I was at, it was just off screen. Like I knew I was hurting it, but I couldn't like... Oh, I didn't want to get close enough for this other turret to hit me. I got you. No, I was like right down in front of it, shooting up at an angle to the right. Lucky you. I, was... I did not get to see its glorious defeat. <laughs> it was, there was nothing glorious about that defeat, let me tell you. Was, well, after that, you do move on to mission six. Jungle War. Jungle War. And this is an Axis base that is in the country of Chile. Yeah, you're globetrotting. Yeah, all over. And uh, you are sent here to steal uh the enemy's drake which is the flying mech we talked about last week yeah and this this level is really very puzzle-ish it can be i mean this is um this is the real sticking point for it was for me on a rental i could never beat this level because it is huge yeah it's very large and to get to certain areas you really need to backtrack uh with your little man or switch into different ships to get to certain uh, places or to use them to blow up terrain that you couldn't with other mechs yeah, this is, um, and you know, when you hear Jungle War, you'll think, I I'm battling in the jungle. And I guess it's technically true, but that's only the top level. This is, <laughs> underneath is a big complex of, of caves and stuff. Yeah, it goes four all... tunnels deep. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, that's below the top layer. I mean, so there's like five or six levels, really. Yeah, and that top layer is divided by three of those huge laser beams. So you can't just skip over it that way. It's like you have to keep going down. You have to shut those off via little on-off switches with your, your pilot, or, you know, take a different route down through the underground, which is what I normally do. Uh, there's, I think, one or two spots, or I think it's just maybe one, where you can only go over the top to get through an area. Mm -hmm. So you have to do that. And then the other big sticking point for this level is, I do not think there are any ports. There are power-ups, but once you've found and used them, that is it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. There's not a lot of spare mechs here either. There's... There is a ballistic somewhere, and I know there's a spider at the very end. Oh, there's a Prometheus right at the beginning. Yeah, but I I always just skip it because it's so like you you can use it for a small bit there, but I can't imagine taking it through this whole level. I get I guess you could. Well, what we would do is use it to unlock the first chunk of power ups because you need its super mm. gun. Uh, but then you just basically use it until it's destroyed. Come back with your nitro, and in that power up room is a number two or number three power up for your gun oh nice yeah so it makes the first half of this level a lot easier if you you know try to run it out first sure yeah so um we also see a new enemy in this level which is the little uh missile tank i hate that thing so much They're, they are a, a pain in the butt but they're really cool because they are just like a little tank that just shoots off a volley of missiles or missiles which are just as strong as yours they have the same background destroying abilities yeah. you know a lot of these levels we talked about in this or, uh, yeah, a lot of the levels in this map like will collapse. Like you'll cause a lot of avalanches here, slipping around just from the weight of your mech or those missile tanks. Yeah, and man, they they shoot off really fast. It's almost impossible to dodge them once they've fired. Yes, sir. So they're really the kind of thing you have to kill before they get like aware of you or whatever. But for my money, I would just avoid them as often as I could. Yeah, if you can, you know. And when you have so many strata to maneuver from, it is a little easier to get out of their line of sight. Yeah, especially if you have a nitro. Okay, so um, at the very end of this segment of the level, you'll fight two huge cannons 
that after you destroy them, then you enter the secret underground base section of Mission 6. Yeah, and uh, it's quite a change-up. Yeah, now you have like a dark gray, like industrial background, plus some, you know, earth and rock type underground stuff, kind of miney at times. Yeah, and this level is, whew, it gave me a little bit of trouble. This was about as far as I had gotten for many years, you know, um, definitely in high school, you know. Yeah, so this part you kind of start off where you're in more of, like I said, mining area, and you'll be fighting, you know, there's some ceiling turrets that pop out, as well as a big turret, and and those, uh, there, there's some mechs we've also seen that are kind of like a Havoc, I, they're like a, a, a bargain Havoc or something, where they have like this kind of crappier shield and a gun, and they have the same little zip roller, but they're they're just weaker, you know. I like them for that reason. You can take them down, and as, as you kind of progress downward, you get to a more industrial area where there's a, a segment with these yellow rising and lowering sections of the pathway. They're usually located over some lava. Like, you get a big smelter feel from this level here, you know? Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. And that will tear you up as well as those uh, moving chunks of terrain can crush you, so you got to be careful with that. Yeah, and then uh, you just keep uh, pushing through, basically, kind of to the right and then up, and you will eventually get to... A boss. A real boss. Yeah, which is a, a huge um, enemy flying mech. It's a strange looking uh, robot, really. It's much bigger than yours. And the way I would describe it is like the difference between like early Gundam and late Gundam, where like <laughs> their skirts and wings got so much larger. Yeah, you have like the hugest shoulder pads that come down. They're like wings themselves, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's a little frightening when you first encounter it. Yeah, because it is huge. But it's not the worst boss. It's, it's not super strong. No, it, it can, uh, you know, and it really depends on what mech you're here with. Um, you know, because this guy has several attacks. He will fly at the top of the screen. Um, they will shoot grenades out, the exact same as your special weapon. Mm -hmm. He can drop down, land on the ground, and then shoot a missile at you. Which is easy to uh, jump over. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, But this level is ringed as well with destroyable floors. And sections on the side. And there are three health med kits in three boxes in this room that you can use to help you slowly chip this uh, mech away. Which is why I sorted the heck out of this guy. Oh, yeah? Just got in there and chop him? Yeah. And then went healed up and then got back in there. Yeah, I was here with a Havoc. So oh. I was mostly just um, jumping as high as I could and shooting for various times. You know, I was just staying in the air and shooting pretty much the whole time, slowly whittling it away. But with there was enough health there, and most of the attacks aren't too tough to dodge, you know? True. Uh, and then once you've destroyed this guy, well, of course, level's over, right? <laughs> oh, no. Not here, no. friend. No, because when you destroy, you don't destroy him, he breaks through the floor. Yeah, falls down, and then you can kind of see below there was a lava field that he has <laughs> knocked a hole through, and you can uh, go down there, and there's a tunnel that will take you to the right where there is a there is the the Drake you came here for. And then you fly around in it for a little while, right? Oh yeah, you might think the level's over, but nope, you got to get this Drake out of there. So you fly vertical, and then this part you come to uh, a huge vertical shaft that you fly up, and then now you are in. Another chunk of this underground secret base, uh, which connects to another chunk of jungle base above it. And you got to work your way up and out of there. Yeah. And then you can escape to freedom and the next level. Yes. Although it's not really that easy because there yeah. are a bunch of like hopping in and out and, and using switches to slowly get this path to just get out to the sky so you can just fly up and leave. But once you do leave, you move on to the 
Seventh mission, a level simply called Fire. Yes, and this is another stopping point for me at a later period of my life when I revisited this game. Well, if you don't know exactly what to do, this can be pretty hard. Sure, because this is a crazy level where Dorado City is burning, and the Axis realizes they were losing this territory, so they decided to destroy it rather than let you capture it. And this level looks awesome. Yes, it's, uh, you know, the background is all, it's everything's aflame, and you're in a uh, city, you know, it's uh, with these huge skyscrapers and stuff that are all somewhat destroyable. Almost entirely destroyable. Yeah, they're super, it, it, at points, it reminds me of Rampage. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah, you can destroy enough, a big enough chunk of part of a building, it'll just like collapse on itself, and there's cars and stuff all over in the background. Really cool. And then you get to this uh, kind of base location with a central shaft and that's when you find out that there are three giant worm mechs coming to destroy it yes these guys are the boss really because you're in another you know it's like you have the first section when you get to a certain point it's like a new screen where you don't really have to worry about other enemies but you do have to find these these giant worms and and they are huge they're much larger than you and they have cannons on their back kind of holes that shoot out bullets as well as a giant cannon that periodically shoots out of its mouth, which is very strong. And then a smaller cannon that shoots at an angle, I think, from its head. Yeah, yeah. And they're pretty tough. So the only way I had any... And you're kind of on a time limit here, okay? Mm -hmm. So um, there are two of them that are above ground. Uh, and you, those aren't too bad because you can fly up to the front, to the head, the weak spot, attack it a couple times with your sword. Take seven sword hits. Yeah, so attack them two to three. I could never get four off. If you're really quick I, I think you can if it's if you kill them with the seventh we never uh, tried for more than two at a time same here yeah because it is a very strong weapon but you get two slashes fly up and that's when it'll shoot its beam land attack again but now there is a um prometheus in that base if you want to for some reason grab it but i don't understand how you would effectively use it against these guys no way it would get destroyed i would think yeah um, i mean it did every time i tried to use it <laughs> Uh, but my son, he got super into the rhythm of these guys, and he killed all of them without having to heal or anything. Nice. Yeah, it's it's totally doable. It's just um, the final one is tricky because it's underground. Well, there's a couple. Close. Yes, but there's a couple areas where you can uh, lure it into like a cavern once you have dropped uh, the, 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 the earth on top of it. Mm -hmm. And that'll give you enough yeah, room yeah. To, to do your attack, jump, attack, jump situation. Okay, okay. See, I waited at the very left where there's like that shaft you fall down, mm -hmm. and, and you can see it coming through the dirt. Yeah. And, and it, it will eventually burrow to where you'll you'll have little windows where it has just avalanched. It has just knocked down enough earth for you to get in, do some swords, and fly back up. But when you get back down, it's like you have to go back and wait because then you'll get caught on top of it, and you won't be able to get back in front to hurt it before it gets too close and ends the level. And then if you destroy all three worms, that also ends the level. Yes, nice. Which really was a, a, a pretty nice level. I remember it being hard, but the first half is full of robots and stuff, but you could really just fly over most of them. Just stay yes, on indeed. top of the level and zoom right through. And then you are on to Mission 8, the tower. Yeah, uh, the tower. This is a communications tower, and you are to go in and steal the command key. That is a uh, a key point that I did not understand or read at first. <laughs> yeah, the um the opening cinematic does give you a little oh I know a, a mini map there that kind of shows you where it's like we you know wind your way down as as the human to this area because 
you know, it is a, a big tower. So you start off with your nitro, you fly up and, and you jump out outside of a, a door and just head right in. With your little man. And you're in that, uh, you know, just by yourself for a little while in there trying to unlock a few doors and then you have to eventually find the Drake. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's it's close to where you get that command key, you know. And Oh, I know, which because is not... I got all the way to the top and then I had to come back down for that command key. That's no fun. <laughs> no. But uh, this is your first time where you're using a Drake or another uh, robot or mech for almost the entire level. Yeah, yeah. And it, it definitely takes a moment to get used to. But once you have, you know, your wits about you, it's really fun and easy to control. Oh, yeah. I love the Drake. And, and this level, you know, it's... It's a, it's a neat design because it is like this big vertical shaft that periodically is divided by destroyable floors that have mines in them and stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's also like these like side paths that can allow you to kind of weave your way left and right up. If you, I always just go straight up the center, but. Well, and uh, a lot of uh, the other paths, there are areas for your little man to get out, open up little doors for power ups and health and whatnot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, if you want to run and gun, you can just bust straight up the main shaft for most of it i think the other main new enemy we see here is that uh laser that goes back and forth on the ceiling oh yeah that ceiling laser and it you know what it looks almost exactly like uh, a laser that functions the exact same way in the overhead levels in blaster master hmm uh it is not that hard though to deal with so no no they're just annoying mostly since you can shoot straight up with what button with x with x but yeah, this is a very long level. It's really cool. It's just a really a test of patience of you trying to have to take out as many enemies as you can slowly without just running into the fields of fire if you go straight up. Yeah, it's it's mostly dodging turrets and mines, you know, and, and cannons as you go fly up. But then at the top, oh boy, you've got another boss fight. That's right. It's another flying mech suit, which has a different pilot. I think this one was a female Um they both just say they're going to kill you or whatever. There's nothing nothing too crazy there. Now, the big difference is that when you're fighting this one, it's in much more cramped corridors. And mm -hmm. there is a uh, fake havoc or whatever at the bottom to mess with you as well. That is true. And a, However, and a health. In, yep, yep. But you're in the Drake, or the Drake so this battle is so easy. <laughs> it's all about timing. But yes, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, you just got to wait until, you know, this has the same kind of patterns pretty much as the first mech suit we fought. So eventually it will drop to the floor to fire a missile and then you can target that power dive and that will kill the boss in a few seconds. Yeah, I mean, I had to do it twice and that was it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's really rewarding where you're just like, screw you. like. <laughs> but yeah, if you destroy them, then you just head a little to the right, isn't it? There's a little section. Yeah, there's a bit of switch you got to get to. Yeah, and escape. And that's it. You've defeated the mission eight, the secret mission. Secrets. Once you flip that switch and you've made it out of there, you can move on to the final level, mission nine, the final mission. Yeah, this is the assault on at the Axis Central Command to destroy, guess what? A super weapon. Yeah. And they're not playing around anymore. No, no. Um, this is a level that is very, you know, industrial and high tech backgrounds, as you might like, or as you might expect. I do like them. Along though. with some... Yeah, yeah, they look cool. There's like flickering lights and stuff in the background. But this has a lot of getting out of your robot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it starts off rough, right? Where you have that... You're going down this huge shaft that is full of mines and cannons, and it's like the floors are all destroyable, and if you're not careful, you get to the very bottom where there's one of those giant laser beams, <laughs> and it will fry you, so... And like four you know, you giant gotta fight cannons. Your way. Yeah, 
So you got to as quickly as you can destroy them and get to the right where it's safe. So they're they're hurting you from the get go here. Oh, yeah. And then the rest of the level, I mean, it's really rough. I mean, tons of turrets at very inopportune areas and angles. Uh, there's lots of hiding behind things. And you're constantly waiting on those yellow platforms to move in and out so you can go where you need to go. Yeah, there are several, many sections with the moving blocks where, especially because I, I don't remember having a nitro for very long in this level. So if you get stuck with a havoc, it's you got to watch watch it when you're trying to jump up and over or go through a passage because you can get crushed and it sucks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had havoc for most of this level. Yeah, same here. There is a um a halfway point, I guess. There where you they're like you're now in the Axis core, which is more industrial stuff, vats and pulleys in the background. And you can those vats are there's acid in them that will hurt you a lot. Yeah, so watch out. Like, and then there's a section where it's kind of like you're on these little like industrial looking train vehicles. They're moving left and right, and you have to use gaps in them to move you to different sections. It's a tunnel kind of section. Mm -hmm. And you will get crushed by any of these walls if you don't make it in time. Yes, sir. Yeah. So basically, it's like you go down this big that first shaft, and now you, then you got to fight your way back up. And lots of havocs and stuff here that you are fighting. <clears throat> yeah, and then you'll know you're getting close to the end when you'll see... You'll start seeing orange destroyable floors. It was kind of a maze-ish um, maze section, but you want to head to the bottom right. This is, You'll know you're right before the boss because if you see a Prometheus and a little item box there, you probably want to get both of them. Wait, you took the Prometheus in? Oh, yeah. To the boss fight? I could not. Yeah, I couldn't do anything. Like, I got killed with the Havoc every time. Oh, I, I got killed with the Prometheus every time. I mean, Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyways, you either have, you have a Havoc, and, or Prometheus. Or Prometheus. There's a health. At full health. There. Yeah, that's the key. You yeah. got to get that full health. Because once you get to the bottom and make it your way into the final chamber, the doors behind you shut. You are trapped. And now it's time to fight with a gigantic crazy mech. Yeah, it's so weird. It's The super weapon is like a giant, if you imagine a humanoid mech with no legs kind of flying. But a huge skirt. Yeah, made of these weird tubes that are bombs. Okay, maybe uh, bomb, bomb, Bombay doors or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Some sort of bomb <laughs> tubes. And this boss has like 10 forms. Yeah. It'll drop those long torpedo bombs as well as it swings a huge ball and chain around. Now that ball and chain. See, that's how I don't understand how you did this with the Prometheus because I had to jump away from this guy all the time. Um, I'll be honest with you. The Prometheus, here was my strategy was I just walked to the very left of the entire room in the corner and I would just keep shooting. And holding down my button. And I was usually able to destroy it when he's moving and swinging that ball. Uh huh. I was able to destroy it usually right before it got to me. I would usually take a little damage from a bouncing impact after it was destroyed. See, I would I would jump and fly away from it. And you can get to the other side of the room <laughs> and then just avoid it. Shoot it from the other side. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, we, we, we forgot to mention in that little room with the Prometheus, as well as health, there is a reverse gravity weapon that you can use. And I use that in the very beginning because then you can stick to the ceiling and get off a lot of good shots at the head of this guy. Mm, yeah. I, I was that, unable to get it to work for me in the Prometheus anyways. And then basically when I said there's like 10 forms, there's like seven. And the first, I'd say three or four is just you do so much damage, a piece breaks or falls off and it gets faster. Yeah, yeah. After it, after it loses the ball and chain, then it starts, it gets out this like rifle gun that shoots at an angle. Yes. Laser gun, and then it will stop shooting that periodically to emit these like six little like drone ships that will come out and attack you. Now, if you stay on the right side of the room, though, 
when they fly around, they get stopped by that wall, and it's pretty easy to destroy them all right then and there. Oh, nice. Okay. If you can get rid of them really early uh, when he you know drops them all out, then it's not very hard with each round of his like attacks. Mm. Okay. So if you're in the corner with the Prometheus, right? Yeah. It will... Um... I was just sitting there shooting at like a 45 degree angle because when you start to see the drones entering and I was detonating the shots like right at the edge of the screen or, or maybe about okay. halfway between me and that so that it was doing a lot of the spread stuff. And I used that to take out almost all of the drones usually, you know, okay. maybe only getting hit maybe once. But that Prometheus bullet, if you're holding down the button, it will it'll like destroy the, his projectiles from his gun. Yeah. And so your normal so, gun. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And I just kept sitting there shooting him at this one angle, which is the same angle he shoots. So I was able to block all of his shots with mine. Okay. And, and then what about the bomb never... things? Because then at a certain point, he'll start dropping bombs from his skirt. He never comes over to the edge, or he never did to me. I was okay. just sitting there shooting. You can destroy the them time. Uh, before they hit you, and you can kind of fast skate away from them as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and then at a certain point, he gets angrier and starts like uh, coming down to the ground and pushing you. But you're in the yeah, corner, yeah, so you're getting like, pushed. But I, I loved yeah, it because I was just shooting him. As he's pushing you, you're just right up on him. You can just aim up and hit him the whole time. Yeah, that's. Oh, I mean, that's awesome. I yeah, like I said, I didn't even use the torch at this point. I was just shooting those uh, big old Prometheus bullets at him. Uh, and then for its final um, level of degradation, most of its armor's off, and it's kind of like a skeletal robot at this point. Yeah, it gets it's just really beat up by the end, it's, which is cool. They show it, you know. And then it tries to stomp kill you, and this is when it's most dangerous. Yeah, I, I he didn't seem to come to the uh, <laughs> the corner very much. So that's stomping Again, man. I just kept shooting. That's like a one hit kill, pretty much. It looks terrifying, you know, because it's so fast and sudden. Yes, it's it's very frightening. Uh, that's I think when we started, I, we saved about partway through the battle so we could deal with that. The, the the first turn to where it starts to smash you, you have to get out of that way right away or else you're, it's game over. Oh, yeah, yeah. For me, like my first tries with the Havoc, I didn't make it very far. And I was like, well, I'll try this, you know, and see what's up. And then like the first time I made it pretty close to the end and it was like I, I've, I lost my gun over there. And I was like, you know, I think if I time these explosions right with this and I could absorb his bullets and stuff that. I think I could make it through, and and I was able to eventually. You know, it's it's kind of the lazy way out though, because you really are just standing in the, the corner shooting at one angle. But but it worked. Hey, whatever gets you through, because once you have laid the final blow on this giant robot, it explodes. But it's not over. The scientist inside jumps out and flies away. Well, that is Vinkar Amon, the leader of the Dark Axis himself. And you have to chase him down. Yes, in a really cool little. It's, it's your little pilot sprite, and, and you're chasing him, and there's a little kind of maze-ish. It's all with a few paths, but they all intertwine as it goes vertically up out of the base. And I have to say, I'm super glad we saved, because he killed me the very first time that this happened. Oh, you got to be careful, because he'll he'll just stop and start throwing grenades sometimes, and they're strong. Very strong. Uh, the key is, is you actually have to let him escape a little bit ahead of you, so you can try to take a different path than him up through the corridors. Yeah. Because at the very top of these winding paths is an unmanned nitro. Yes, and there's only one. So if he gets there before you, it's over. He will get it and he will kill you. But luckily you can get there first, strap in, shoot the crap out of that little guy and fly out of this base. Yeah, yeah. And even if you don't shoot him, you'll, you'll see him zoom up out, out ahead of you and then come flying back down screaming later. So there's no way he got out. 
Oh, awesome. <laughs> and you barely do, really. There's a, a terrific explosion cinematic, and it shows your, your nitro come fall down, and it, it kind of wrecks somewhere, and you see your little Captain Stone hops out. Yeah, waiting to be rescued by some other nitros coming in from the distance. And then you get credits, and that's it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed that we got so many awesome cutscenes throughout the game. The ending was a little lackluster. Yeah, yeah. I, I really thought there'd at least be something. Or, you know, I, I forgot to mention it, but after like the second or third mission, you get promoted from lieutenant to captain. I was like, come on, give me another promotion. Uh, I want to be an admiral. Or, or or at least a cool graphic. I mean, at the end of the credits, it was just congratulations, the end or whatever. Yeah. It yeah. moved you back to the front screen. Indeed. But you know what? That little final battle with uh, Little Man, Little Man, that that's where it was at for me. Yeah, it was. It's it's a great a great way to end the final fight. Agreed. Well, folks, this is it, the review portion of our show. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. <laughs> Nick, I gave this game a 4.0. Okay. I, I went with a 5.0. I, I, as soon as I said that out loud, I was like, that's too low. <laughs> well, I mean... It's. Uh, I just thought it was great on all fronts. I liked all the sprites. They were well animated. I'm going 4.5. Uh, You're right. And the only reason I mean, it's not well, a 5.0 is the music. No, uh, I can see that. I think it fits. But well, I'm, I'm not saying the music's also, bad by any stretch of the imagination. It's good music. Yeah. It's just not stand. It's, it's not 5.0 music. It's 4.5 music. I got you. I got but you. But everything um, else is top notch, like you said. And I really like the sound effects. Like I forgot to kind of mention this before, but you know there are many different explosions for different types of weapons. And it's like when you have stuff going on off screen, you can kind of like you can hear those uh, enemy like cannons charging up or those mechs. You know what I mean? Getting ready to shoot and stuff. So or it's it's pretty cool. The little screams of the men you you murder. Ah. Yeah, it's like music to my ears. But like you said, uh, the sprite work in this game is just amazing. It's beautiful. The animations and all the mechs are so fluid, so cool. I mean, so much love and thought was put into every design. And then that carries through to the backgrounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. They look great as well. And they make more sense than they had to. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> all right, Nick. Following that, we have Play Control. And this is a hard one because it's always hard to figure out what you're going to rate a game that has many different control schemes. But these mm -hmm. were all really good. I gave it a 4.0. Okay. Um, I went with a 4.5, but you got a lot going for you here. It can be confusing when you switch your mechs. That's the hardest part is that not everything lines up from one mech to another. But overall, right. they don't ever ask you to do any platforming that you can't do. Uh, and everything feels so realistic and like weighty that I really enjoyed it. Sure, yeah. Um, I love that you have 16 directional firing. Yes. And they they found a way for you to take advantage of that without, you know, where if you're flying and moving, then you can just hop to your, your cardinal directions really quick. But if you're holding still, you can kind of take your aim, which I really like. Mm -hmm. And I think that all of the... All of the different mechs, you know, they all have their own movesets, which is great. There are six buttons, and they're all mappable. I, I forgot to mention that before, but you can change the button mapping for all six of the mechs, which is, uh, I, I just can't put a price on that for me. We know you love your mappable controls, so I understand why you give it such a high score. Oh, mama. Next up is Challenge Factor, Nick. <laughs> I went with a 5.0. I went with a 4.5 because... This game is brutal. I was on the fence there. If you don't get to have any kind of save states or saving between levels. 
Yeah, that's the big thing is like if you had a password or something that would make this game way, way easier because having to, you know, yeah, the first four levels aren't exactly hard, but they're not really short. And when you start getting to five and six and the tough, huge levels, it's like, do you really want to spend 40 minutes playing through them every time just to get to the new, you know, like it's hard and and, and the game teases you to explore so much, but if you die five times total, you know, it's over. So yeah. it's, I don't know. It, it's kind of, it's, I think it's very hard. Yeah. The biggest problem is that if there, you make a mistake early on and lose a life or two, then you're pretty much sunk for that latter portion of the game. Yep. And lastly, we have theme and fun. I went with a 5.0. Wow. This might be your most highest reviewed game yet, Nick. <laughs> I love this game. I know it's, it's up there. Like, uh, well, I, I think not too far behind you. I gave it a 4.5. So, well, it just has it has so many great levels that I think are I, I love the level design. It's got it's fun but like grounded mech battles that, you know, that's that's really sweet. You got awesome cutscenes and a story that makes sense within a kind of bland premise. Yeah, I mean, I forgot to mention that at the very beginning of the game, you see the your little guy get in the cockpit and start flipping switches overhead. And that's like my favorite thing in the world. Like, I wish I had a thing I could flip switches in over my head, some sort of cockpit. Yeah, it's so cool. Uh, it is the coolest. And it really sets the tone that this is a, a full story, that you're going through all these different places. You know, we mentioned Alaska, Chile. You know, at the surface, those look like different places. But even underground, these feel like different bases. This is a really fleshed out, really full world. And it's one that is really cool to explore. Agreed. And on top of all that, you have a really fun two-player versus mode. One of the few that is actually, um, it's great. I don't know. I, I love it all. I love this game. Yeah. I mean, it really captures what it would be like to be in a giant mech. And for a 2D sprite-based game, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Which brings us to the final question. Should you play this game, Nick? We know the answer. Yes, you should. Agreed. I wrote yes three times. And that's it. I didn't write anything else because, I mean, I knew that we were just going to gush about this game the whole time. I remember liking this game, but, you know, as we've gone through so many other games before this one, I really get a chance to see and appreciate how well they crafted each part of this and how it comes together to be a really brutal game, but one that has such a satisfying, <laughs> you know, uh, gameplay loop and payoff. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a very late super nintendo game so you've got you know the full potential of the super nintendo on how to use it and they and they took advantage of it in every way i think for sure <clears throat> next week's game is castlevania legends the third castlevania game for the game boy so find a copy of that game any way you can throw some batteries in your old game boy and play along friends that's right and if you guys want to get a hold of us do you have a copy of the metal warriors instruction manual let us know if you do at cartridge command at gmail.com and maybe we can do the world a favor and get a scan of it online yeah i really want to see this manual now mainly because I, I wasn't allowed to I, it really seems like it would be a good one yeah but if you just want to get a hold of us uh to say hi talk to us about your other favorite games for the super nintendo or maybe you want to learn how i got fired from my next job that of the one hour photo clerk hit us up on <laughs> facebook at cartridge command or at uh the twitterverse at cart command where we're slightly more active than we've ever been, which means like two extra posts or likes a month. Oh, we're really getting up there. Yeah. 
But of course, we must always thank those fine and wonderful folks to give to us every month at patreon.com slash cartridge command. Uh, without their financial support, this show wouldn't happen. Yeah. I mean, you guys uh, are awesome yeah. and you pay for our hosting, our service fees, all that crazy stuff. Uh, and we really appreciate that you guys do that for us. If more of you could give, we'd really appreciate that. Maybe we could expand the cartridge command operations, something we've wanted to do, but just haven't really had time or money to put into it. Uh, if you give us the money to do that, then we're obligated to. So, hey, come on. Uh-huh, that's true. But, yeah. But so thanks again for those that do contribute. And thank you for those that are about to. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, game on. Game, game on. on. Do, 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 do. <laughs> All right. Okay, sweet.